Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC, who's on the line. Good morning, JC. It's Brother Michael. How are you? I'm great, Brother Michael. How are you? I'm doing okay. May I put a prayer request in, please? You sure can. I want to pray for my granddaughter, Anaya Smith, who's a freshman at Arizona State University. And her, uh, she's a gymnast, and they're going uh, to be competing today for their championship oh, wow. at 12. So I want to pray for the team and her and their success. Please. Okay. I, her name is Anaya Smith, and she's a freshman at Arizona State. Is that correct? Yes. And she will be competing. And she, you want to pray for Got it. Good luck, yeah. Anaya and team. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you very You're much. You're welcome. So, Enjoy your day, hon. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Uh, um, Brother Michael, did you say she was a gymnast? I'm sorry. I don't want to say the wrong. Yes, she is. Okay. She's, uh... Okay. Got it. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Did anyone else join the line? Morning, JC. Happy Saturday. It's Rochelle. Good morning, Rochelle. Happy Saturday to you as well. Enjoy your day, hon. You too. Thank you. Did anyone else join? Good morning. Good morning. This is JC. Welcome to Declare Victory. Good morning, sister Susie. Hey, Sid, how are you this morning? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. So good to hear your voice. Oh, yours as well. I missed you Thursday, but thank you for, yeah. I, when I got on, I heard you mention my dad. So thank you so much. I how's, how's he doing? He's doing a lot better. Thank you. He sounds hey, good. Yeah, God. Oh, I'm I'm so glad God, to hear that. So make, yeah, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Love you. I love you too, sweetie. Okay, I'll talk to you later. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Did anyone else join? Let's like say good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Happy Saturday.
Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Happy Saturday. Did anyone else join? Would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Good morning, JC. Good morning, family. Happy Saturday. Magnificent. Good morning. Happy Saturday, sweetie. Have a good day. Good morning. It's Grateful Deborah Evans. Good morning. Good morning, Grateful Deborah Evans. How are you? I'm good, and you? I'm good, thank you, sweetie. Hi, Monica. <laughs> hey, good morning, Mrs. Kedra. Good morning, Kedra. Happy Saturday. How are you? I'm good. Happy Saturday. Good morning. Thank you. You enjoyed your day. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Anyone else? Good morning, good morning. Well, while we're waiting, is there any ambassador on the call that could step in for Bubbly this morning in prayer and corporate praise? She's not feeling well. If so, you let me know. I appreciate it. I'm here. Uh, this is Geraldine. Good morning, Geraldine. How are you? <laughs> good morning. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Enjoy your day, hon. You too, dear. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Good morning, JC. Good morning, family. This is Prosperous Pam. Hey, Prosperous Pam. Good morning. Good morning to you. Happy Saturday. Once again, um, before we get started, Sis Bubbly is supposed to do uh, prayer and corporate praise and she's not feeling well. If there's an ambassador that can step in, please let me know. Thank you. I thought Gerald Dean said she was going to do it. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you, Sis Geraldine. I didn't even hear you. God bless you. Oh, no problem, dear. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Anyone else uh, join the call? Good morning, good morning. This is JC. Oh, should I say oh. evangelist, missionary? Uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. I said, oh, should I say evangelist, missionary, Mother Jerry? All right. God bless. Okay, good morning, good morning. Anyone else would like to say good morning before we get started? All righty then. Okay, well, it's time to get started with the call. 
before we move forward, we ask you to mute your line so that we can proceed. Hello again, my name is JC and I am your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at six o'clock a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. <clears throat> be sure to join us daily in April where our new monthly theme is entitled Assurance. This means that all of our declarations will be regarding gaining assurance from the Lord. There are no announcements today. I have two spoken prayer requests. The first one is for Bubbly. She's not feeling well. The second one is from Brother Michael. He's asking for prayer for his granddaughter, Anaya Smith, who's a freshman at Arizona State. And she's a gymnast and her team is competing today. Word of the call, prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Geraldine. Declaration will be brought by Lavelle. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. Once again, prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Geraldine. Declaration will be brought by Lavelle. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture for today is 1 John 5 and 13. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior, our own Sister Geraldine. Amen. Amen, and thank God on this morning as we turn to you, Father God. Thank you, O oh God, on this morning. We come, Heavenly Father, no other help that we know. Father God, we thank you for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way. Oh, gracious and Heavenly Father, before we ask for anything, God, we want to thank you for everything that you've done. Father, thank you for all the things that you have promised. You have stood with us in times of trouble on this morning. So, Father, we come, we stretch our hands to thee, no other help that we know. Lord, as we petition to you, O oh God, and as we lay these prayer requests at the altar on today, as we eventually will come in collectively to call on your name, Jesus. Father, I thank you on this morning for this breath of fresh air. I thank you for being the one on this morning. You said, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church on this day. God, I pray on this morning for those that are in need and that have desperately called out. I'm praying for Anaya on today as they compete. God, we know that the race is not given to the swift, neither is it given to the strong. It's given to the one that endures to the end on this morning. And God, we thank you that you would give them grace, that they will uh, win the race that has been set before them, and even whatever your plans are, God. We don't ask any questions. I thank you on today for Sister Bubbly on this morning as she is getting a little rest on today. 
Jesus, I thank you that we can lay in the cleft of your arms on this morning. I thank you for Psalms 91 on this morning. He that dwells in the secret place of the most high God. I thank you for being Yahweh on this morning. Father God, you are El Elyon. You are the only true and righteous God on this morning. And beside you, there is no other. I thank you for Sister JC on this morning as she hosts and greet us on this morning, oh God. Such a pleasantry to hear a voice that is awake on this morning. Someone didn't wake up. God, someone forgot to get up on this morning. Father, I thank you on today, those that are in the declared victory that they would room on this morning, that they would make an awesome sound of praise and worship on this morning, oh God. Father God, I thank you for those that are lost, that don't know you in the pardoning of their sins. And we thank you on this morning for the blessed assurance that you promised us, God. You said, I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. And so on this morning, we lay our request at your feet, oh God. You said, ask anything in my name and I do it and I promise you, I won't let you down. God, I thank you for being there when we needed you the most. Thank you for some of us was lost dead in our sins. And God, you came and you took us in on today. Thank you for those that are sick and shut in on this morning, those in convalescent hospitals on this morning, those that are in the hospital on today. Father, we cannot forget the homeless, nor can we forget those that are hopeless on today. God, I'm asking that you look in on those that have backslidden and have lost their way in the faith, oh God. I thank you on this morning that we can go to Hebrews 11 and 1. Finding that faith is the substance of things hoped for, it is the evidence of things we cannot see, oh God, on this morning. Oh God, you an awesome God. Even as we slept on last night, you caused Oh, death to behave on today. We are here today where we can all participate on this morning. We will not come to you ashamed. Father God, we will open our mouths and we will communicate with you on this morning. Father God, I'm asking that you listen in on those that are incarcerated and behind prison walls on this morning. I'm asking that you look in on those that are in the, um, in the law enforcement area. Father God, I'm asking that you look in on this morning court cases, those that are dealing with some type of legal issue on today. And then, Father God, I'm praying for the ones that are bringing the word on this morning, Pastor La uh, Lavelle Jones on this morning. God, I pray that an anointing will fall on him so heavy that it will cause the people of God to turn in the right direction. God, I thank you for its faithfulness in you, O oh God. Realizing his plate is full, but he still yet pushes in the press. And on this morning, we thank you and we praise you. I give you glory. I give you glory and I give you honor on this morning. Thank you, oh God. Thank you, oh God, for realizing not just Good Friday, but every day is a new day. It's a new opportunity, God. 
And I thank you on today, even as you send your people into the room on this morning from the north, south, east, and the west, oh God, on today. Let them come in and hear what you are saying to your people on this morning. And even as the psalmist David wrote, let the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart be acceptable in thy sight, O God. O Lord, our strength and our redeemer on this morning. God, if I had 10,000 times on today, I couldn't thank you enough. Even when we were in our sins, oh God, you took us in. And we thank you. Father God, I'm praying for the families that have lost loved ones, that are dealing with grief, God. It's real. And everyone deals with grief differently. I thank you for this blessed assurance and the word on this month that it would cause your people to be left in awe, that they will begin to look to the hills from which cometh their help, for their help come from you. God, I thank you. I thank you for being a way maker. I, I thank you for being a miracle worker. I thank you for being a promise. Keep a light in the darkness on this morning. God, I'm praying for those that are married. I'm praying you said one can put a thousand to flight and two can put 10,000 to flight. We need each other, oh God. I'm praying for those that are single and waiting, God. We realize that we are still in the potter's house, broken vessels, God, on this morning, just ready to be filled with the word on this day. God, I thank you. Who can we turn to in times like this? So we run to the rock that is bigger than ourselves on this morning. There's no big eyes or little youth in the uh, word of God. And in the body of Christ, Many members working together. Father, we thank you for declaring victory. I thank you for the ambassadors that are yet waiting in the lineup this month. As you download the word on the inside of us, oh God, let us always be willing and ready to run the race. Thank you, oh God, for this place. Thank you, oh God, that they thought enough to use your people and praying for the ambassadors and the leaders, those that do the work behind the scene, those that make our schedules and help us to be in place. But Holy Spirit, without you, we could do nothing. Without you, we would fail, oh God, on today. So I'm crying out and I'm pleading in the place of my sister, oh God, a healer from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, God. Make easy the path for us, oh God, on today. As the deer panted after the water brook, so does our soul panic after you on this morning, God. We need you more today than we need you on yesterday. God, and I thank you. 
I thank you for your saving grace on this morning, oh God. So as each declarer on this morning, as they begin to gracefully unmute the lines, that we will make a sound that heaven will respond to. Father God, we pray for our children and our grandchildren of this morning, oh God. I'm praying for our sisters and my brothers, oh God. I'm praying for the world. I'm praying for the world. Thank you for this place where we live. Thank you for the and we stand waiting, waiting for you, O God, as we look to the hills from which come and help us we love you, Lord. We thank Thank you, O God. Heavenly Father. Thank you, O God. 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 Thank you
While we're waiting, was there anyone else that joined would like to say good morning? Good morning, Sister Tracy. Good morning, everyone. Happy Saturday. Hey, Sister Tracy. Happy Saturday. Good morning, good morning Sister morning. Stephanie. Happy Saturday to everyone. Good morning, Sister Stephanie. Good 
good morning. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Good morning, everyone. Happy Saturday. You guys are joking. Didi just texted me and said that I'm on the do the declaration. <laughs> I did, I, did I not know that? I'm so sorry. Um, wow. Um, okay. Hi, everyone. Oh, my goodness. Um, Let's see. Didi says it's on assurance. Okay. Thank you, Didi. Didi, did you just text me out the blue this morning or? Oh, my goodness. Okay. Okay. Um, um, Y'all just give me a second. Um, Okay, so... um, since we're going and we're dealing with assurance. Let's look at um, Matthew 27. Matthew 27. Um, I tell you what, I'll read this scripture and we'll let the chips fall where they may. Is that fair today? Yeah, okay. All right. Um, Matthew 27, verse 35, um, this was Passion Week, so yesterday was Good Friday. So, um, and they crucified him and parted his garments, casting lots, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet. Can y'all hear me? I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. They parted my garments among them, and upon my vesture did they cast lots. And sitting down, they watched They watched him there and set up over his head his accusation written, this is Jesus, the king of the Jews. And there were two thieves crucified with him, one on the right hand and the other on the left. And they that passed by reviled him, wagging their heads and saying, thou that destroyest the temple and buildest up in three days, save thyself. If thou be the son of God, come down from the cross. Likewise, also the chief Christ mocking him with the scribes and elders. He saved others. Himself he cannot save. If he be the king of Israel, let him now come down from the cross and we will believe him. He trusted in God. Oh, my God. Thank you, Lord. He trusted in God. Let him deliver him now. If he will have him for he said, I am the son of God. I think assurance will work right there. He trusted in God. Wow. And so let me, let me try and begin and try and approach this from the back door because I, I believe as, as children of God that our Christian experience uh, that we all share together is nothing more than a cross-bearing enterprise. Uh, Jesus says, uh, if any man would come after me, uh, he should first deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. I believe um, it was uh, Thomas Sheffield 
who said, must Jesus bear the cross alone and all the world go free? No, there's a cross for you. There's a cross for me. All of us have a personal cross uh, as believers uh, that we're willing to bear. Because in our day and time, I believe that we live in what I like to call an anti-pain society because nobody wants to deal with the troubles of this world. Nobody wants to deal with COVID-19. Nobody wants to deal with trauma. Nobody wants to deal with sorrow. We would rather go through this life without um, anything going wrong. But you have to remember that if you're a child of God, let me remind you that a Christian experience is also a cross-bearing enterprise. In essence, every one of us has a personal Christ, a cross, in order to get to the assurance of a believer, all of us have a personal cross in our lives that we must be willing to bear. Uh, Job told us that a man born of a woman is but of a few days and they're filled with trouble. Job, what are you saying? Job is simply saying that there's only one way to avoid bearing a cross, and that's not to be born at all. And, and when we look at this text, Jesus, through this text, would remind us today that the cross, although it represents pain, that the cross really has a higher symbolism for our assurance. Now, now I, I, I know when most people look at the cross, you think of the precious blood being shed. When you think of the cross, you think of Jesus' hands being nailed. Uh, when you think of the cross, you think of uh, uh, his feet uh, being nailed. When you think of the cross, you think of the, the thorns on his head. When you think of the cross, I mean, you literally look and think of the Roman crucifixion. But, 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 but because of our assurance, let me quickly suggest to you today that the cross is not just about pain. Now, now, although there's pain embedded in the cross, the cross genuinely and authentically is not about pain, but you have to understand that there's a higher calling and a higher symbolism that comes along with the cross. And, and so let me just suggest to every believer on the line today, that if all you see, is, if all you continue to see when you look at the cross is pain, then your Christian experience will continue to be a misery and never a joy. Why do you say that, Jones? Because the way Jesus handled the cross was through bright perspective. I, I believe it was the Hebrew writer who said that he was able to endure the cross. Why? Because he had set his eyes on the joy that was before him. And so if all the cross is is just pain, then all I have to look forward to in my journey uh, and trying to get an assurance in my journey and my relationship with the king is trouble. But, but you have to understand that the cross really symbolizes the purpose and potential and the assurance of who the Lord Jesus Christ is. Because Jesus came for one primary purpose, and that was to be nailed to that old rugged cross. And the fact is, if Jesus had not been nailed to the cross, he would have missed fulfilling his purpose and potential. Now, now I, I, I realize, I realize being a believer, I realize uh, uh, being a preacher, I, I realize being a Christian, I, I realize that Jesus is a healer, I, I realize that he came and he healed the sick. Uh, I realized that he stopped funeral processions and made them family reunions, but that, that's not really why he came. 
I understand that Jesus went by the tomb of Lazarus and he raised the dead alive again. And the old Baptist preachers used to say there Lazarus was laying in the spirit world. There he was perhaps resting in the bosom of Abraham, perhaps standing there talking to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Nehemiah, Isaiah, and Hosea. And all of a sudden he said, hush, somebody's calling my name. And the old preachers used to say that somebody had to call him by his name because if they hadn't called him by his name, then everybody who had died in the Lord would have gotten up that day. If he hadn't called him by his name, then Abraham would have rolled over and shook Isaac, and Isaac would have rolled over and shook Jacob, but he said, Lazarus, come forth. And I, I, but that's not really why he came. I, I understand that Jesus changed the law of mathematics, and all of a sudden, two plus five equaled over four, 5,000. And somehow he reached up to heaven and started thanking God. And, and, and we learn when praises go up, <clears throat> blessings come down. If, if you remember, Jesus stood there and changed the law of the culinary arts, breaking off fish and breaking off bread. And, and, and there they had a picnic in the desert place, but, but that's not really why he came. I, I realized that Jesus came in Galilee, took some spit and dust, twirled it around, put it on the blind man's eyes and told him to go wash in the pool of Shalom. But, but that's not really why he came. Jesus met a woman at church one day who had a bent back for 18 long years, and Jesus straightened up her back, did something the masseuse never could do, put the chiropractor out of business. I know he did all of that. But y'all, that, that's not really why he came. The reason Jesus came, he had to die on the cross. And by dying on the cross, he revealed God to man and redeemed man back to God. There's our assurance right there. Now, that's really why he came. And to tell you the truth, if he had come down from the cross, Jesus would have missed fulfilling his purpose and his potential. And I want you to understand this morning that God is omnipotent. And what that simply means is God is full of power. Now, now, now for you Bible readers, uh, according to um, 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 Ephesians chapter 3, we are told that God has power that he places in us that allows us to do abundantly above what we can ask or think. God places in you, watch this, don't miss this, God places in you the moment you become saved, power that enables you to do more than you ever thought you could do and more than you could ever ask God to do for you. What you have to understand, that one thing that, that you got to understand is that God is not giving us any more power. Because you cannot have any more power than you already have. You, you, you all remember, you all remember um, uh, when Jesus was on the mountain of transfiguration and the disciples were down in the valley trying to exercise the demon out of the boy. And Jesus said, you all have such little faith. And Jesus cast the demon out. And they had a question for him. They said, why could we not cast him out? And Jesus told them, this kind of power doesn't go out except by prayer and fasting. Now, I know we've been saying for years, um, much prayer, much power, little prayer, little power, some prayer, some power, no prayer, no power. Prayer does not give you any more power. What prayer does is open up the avenues that you can access the power that God has placed in you. Jesus doesn't say if you pray, you don't get more power. He says that when you pray, more power will come out of you. Why? Because prayer and fasting is spiritual discipline that accesses the power that God has placed in you. How much more power can you get? Then the power God has already placed in you. When Jesus got up Sunday morning, he said, all power is in my hand. And what he did was he placed all power behind the church. Then he took the dynamite power of the Holy Ghost and placed it in the church 
so we can access the power that we already have. So God is omnipotent, and, and, it, and, it, and it means always all. And the word om, uh, omnipotent, it, it really means, watch this, omnipotent. Potent means full of power. When, when, we, when we talk about uh, people having potential, we're talking about being full of power. God is always all full of power. Whenever you have potential, you are potent because housed in the word uh, potential is the word potent. Now, the way God maximizes and gives you assurance when he maximizes who and what you are is because God has given you power that is always all potent. And what you need to understand is that you will never be what the Lord has called you to be. You will never be able to maximize who and what you are if you don't have God's power presiding in your life. I, I told you at the beginning of this declaration that Christian experience is a cross-bearing enterprise because you've got to understand the reason God puts a cross in our lives is because God wants us to, 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 to be assured and God wants us to maximize who we really are. Because without a cross, Jesus couldn't have been all that he could be. Fact about it, Jesus is at his best. On the cross. I mean, I mean, I mean. If you if you look at it, you you won't find any more healing than the healing at the cross. Somebody said, out of his side came blood and water, and somebody broke out with a song saying, "There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins." Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean. He he he's at his best on the cross. Listen to him saying, "Father, into thine hands." I commend my spirit. Look at him, redeeming man with God's face turned to him, uh, saying, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? I mean, y'all heard the seven last sayings on last night all over uh, Facebook. Listen to him saying, uh, today thou shalt be with me in paradise. Listen to him saying, it is finished. Uh, uh, I mean, he's at his best on the cross. Let, let me tell you that you will never rise to your best. You will never have assurance in your faith uh, 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 until you accept the cross that God has placed in your life. God wants me to tell you today that you need to take up your cross. Somebody's on the line today with a cross of a bad addiction. So Somebody has a cross of a crack cocaine crazed child. Some, somebody, somebody has a cross of an adulterous husband. Somebody has a cross of a mean and unsubmissive wife. But the truth of the matter is all of us have to face the fact that we have to deal with the cross. And God cannot allow you to be at your best and you have real assurance until you face some struggles in this life if you don't take up your cross. God will maximize our potential and God will fulfill our divine purpose if we're willing to take up our cross. Now, you, you know, all a cross is is a minus turned into a plus. Y'all get that one on the way home. There, uh, and, and I got to tap into Friday Night Live from last night when I say this, there, there are people who want to see you be less than what God wants you to be. That there are people who want to keep you from fulfilling your potential and maximizing your purpose. And, and the truth of the matter is, is right here in this text, because here Jesus is maximizing who he is. 
Jesus is fulfilling his divine purpose, and yet there are some people who are passing by the cross saying, why don't you come down from your purpose, and why don't you come down from your potential? There will always be somebody who will try and keep you married to mediocrity. There will always be somebody who will try and keep you from being what God wants you to be. And, and I don't mean no harm, but if you notice in the text, verse 41, it wasn't, it wasn't even people in the world doing it. Uh, the Bible's clear in verse 41. It was the chief priests. It was the scribes and elders. Now, y'all know that's good church folk. And the sad part about it is that sometimes you even have to watch uh, some church folk because church folk will even try and keep you from being what you know the Lord has called you to be. I mean, you ought to hear them talk, who she thinks she is. Every time the church door opens, there she go. Who does he think he is? He, he run around here like he run the whole church. And, and you better pay attention to some folks because the moment they start seeing God lift you up, they will try and tear you down the moment they start seeing God bless you. They will try and curse you. And it even happens at the church. I, I've seen it over and over again in my life. Folk try and keep me down. Can, can I testify for a minute? I, I've never been cussed out by anybody in the world, just church folk. I, I've never had folk in the world scandalize my name. No, no, just, just church folk. I, I, I've never had folk in the world tell me that they love me and hate the ground I walk on. I just need to tell you that in this season of assurance, while God is elevating you, that there are some of us who don't know how to handle uh, the hard times. Because when you're handling your cross and you got folk running by you talking about come down and don't be what, uh, what God uh, wants you to be, y'all, that's a hard time. And let me suggest to you that Jesus never went through anything harder than the cross. And so, and, so, and so in the midst of assurance, Pastor, what does Jesus teach us in this experience when, when you got people trying to get you to be less than what God wants you to be? It, it, it was interesting because these people who were trying to get Jesus to come down from the cross are people who are satisfied with just passing by. That's, that's what the text says. Notice these people who are trying to get somebody else from being all that they can be are people who won't even get involved. Isn't it strange how how the pastor can try and get the Lord's church to be all that it can be, and the very folk who do all the hell raising don't come to no Bible study, don't tithe, don't witness, just passing by? Have you ever noticed them folk that pass by your marriage saying, honey, I wouldn't be with him, honey, uh, I'd leave him, you know, and they just pass by? Isn't it strange how the folk that try and keep you from being with the Lord wants you to be are always folk that are just passing by. But there's good news. The very fact that they passing by means that they don't stay long. If they passing by, it means that trouble only going to last for a little while, but it won't last always. If they passing by, it means it might be today, but it won't be tomorrow. If they passing by, it means that weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Don't worry about the folks that are passing by, because the Bible says the ungodly are not so. They're just passing by. So, so how did Jesus give us assurance? How, how did Jesus make it? C come on, Jesus. Come, come on, Jesus. How, how did you do it? How, how did you handle? How did you handle? Come on, let declared victory in on it this morning. How did you handle people who were telling uh, you to be less than what God wanted you to be? Please meet your line. Please meet your line. God wanted Jesus on the cross. And here, here are these people who are trying to get him to come down. So, so, so Jesus, how did you do it? Well, I believe the first thing 
that that it suggests to us that that Jesus had a sense of identity. Because if you notice what he said in verse 40, if thou be the son of God, come down from the cross. Well, what they're banking on is that Jesus knows who he is because they said if he, if he is who he says he is, he'd come down from the cross. But you see, Jesus had a sense of identity. He had assurance. And I believe one of the problems with us as believers is we don't know who we are. Because some of you spend money on clothes that don't fit on money that you don't have, on clothes that don't fit, to try and impress people that you don't even like. And the reason you do that is because you don't know who you are. And that's what I loved about the Apostle Paul, because the Apostle Paul never allowed any of his circumstances or any of his surroundings to define for him who he was. And yet most of his, his letters was written in prison. And yet in these prison epistles, listen to Paul. Paul said, I therefore a prisoner of the Lord. Now, that don't fit. That don't make sense. Paul, you're not a prisoner of the Lord. You're in Nero's jail. You're under Roman jurisdiction, and yet here you are in a dark, dingy dungeon, writing back to the church, talking about, I, therefore, a prisoner of the Lord. What are you saying, Paul? Paul said, simply because I have assurance. He said that no matter what folks say about me, no matter what I go through, no matter where I am, number one, I know who I am, but number two, I know whose I am. He says, I am a prisoner of the Lord. And let me say this as I get ready to close, declare victory. Your identity of assurance should never be wrapped up in your environment. Just because you live in the projects or just because you live in the ghetto or maybe just because you may be living on Section 8, it don't matter. Uh, uh, you should never allow Section 8, the ghetto, or the projects to define for you who you are. Because I've, got, I, I've discovered God has got kings and queens. God has got princes and princesses. God has got joint heirs of the kingdom of God living on Section 8. And, and you got to understand the reason that Jesus was crucified, because he had assurance. He had a he had a sense of identity. Now, historians teach us that when someone had committed a crime, um, that they would hang a sign uh, of the crime that the person committed, or if it was by capital crucifixion punishment, they would they would put that uh, uh, sign over the person's head because they wanted to give a description of the uh, of the crime the person committed. So let me your imagination for a minute. So above the thief on the left, um, uh, uh, above his head perhaps was the word steal. The one on the right uh, above his head perhaps was the word steal. But I want you to notice what was above the head of Jesus in the same text in Latin, Greek, and Hebrew, Jesus Christ, King of the Jews. So my question is, why did they hang him up? What was his crime? His crime was assurance. His crime was being who he said he was. They killed Jesus not for what he did. They killed him because of who he was. They knew that he was the king of, Jew, of the Jews. There are people, declared victory, who are waiting with hammer and nails to hang you up because of who you are. They don't like you because you direct the choir. They don't like you because you open up the worship. They don't like you because you usher. They don't like you because because uh, uh, you own the praise team. They don't like you because you're a greeter at the door. They don't like you because uh, you preach the sermon or whatever the case may be. Some folks don't like you not uh, 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 don't uh, some folks don't like how you look 
and if you go and if you go have assurance and make it through your season of hard times and be able to maximize your potential and fulfill your purpose, you got to have assurance of who you are. And I need to tell you as I get ready to close that if you are a child of God, you are somebody. If you're a child of God, you are joined in with Christ. If you're a child of God, you're a co-labor with God. If you're a child of God, you're a citizen of the heavenly kingdom. If you're a child of God, you've been born again. If you're a child of God, you're a king's kid. You are somebody. And not only did he have uh, uh, assurance, and but but notice he had a sense of ministry because he, 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 he here's another part of assurance. He knew what he was doing because in verse 42, notice what they said, that he saved others. What, what they were trying to do is insult him. But sometimes, listen, your worst insults can be somebody else's best compliment. When folk talk about you shout too much, y'all, that's not an insult. That's a compliment. When they say that every time she opened her mouth, there goes something Jesus. That, that's not an insult. That's a compliment. And when they said he saved others, they were trying to insult him because they said he had power to do this for others, but he had no power to even save himself. But they didn't understand that they were complimenting Jesus because Jesus had assurance and Jesus was doing exactly what he came to do. And the fact that he saved others says that he was maximizing his potential and fulfilling his divine purpose. But you will never make it through this season when you got people telling you to give up on what God has called you to do. You need a sense of assurance. You need a sense of ministry because you got to handle people who say, come down from the cross. And when those people say, come down, you will only be able to handle them if you have assurance yourself. Now, there are three great questions we got to answer in this life. That is, who am I? Why am I here? And where am I going? Now, a whole lot of us don't understand that when Jesus comes into our lives, that he brings, watch this, a sense of direction. A lot of us are moving fast, but we're headed nowhere because we don't have assurance. We're aiming, but we're not hitting anything. We're moving, but we're not going anywhere. We're making decisions, but they really don't count. And the reason is, is because we're not anchored in the cause of Christ. You need to understand that ministry is not just for the pulpit. Ministry is for every believer. If you are saved, you have a ministry, but people can keep you from being what God has called you to do if you don't have a sense of what God has called you to do. And y'all, I don't mean no harm as I close, but it's something wrong when everybody's ministry is on the usher board and, and, and in the choir. When people come to our churches, they need to know that God is doing more than just working on the usher board and the choir. And the reason we still have people falling in the cracks of the church is because we don't give them a sense of ministry. A lot of times people come to our churches and sit back and watch everybody else because they don't have assurance. God has called you to something. And unless you have assurance and know what God has called you to, people can always keep you from doing what you're supposed to be doing. You need a sense of assurance. Jesus had it early at 12 years old. I heard him saying, I must be about my father's business. I mean, he had a sense of assurance. I hear him saying, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day because night cometh, no man can work. You need to know that you're a part of the body of Christ and each part helps. And you may not be a hand, you may be a toenail, but you ought to be the best toenail that God has called you to be. You are a tree that needs to bear some fruit. And let me tell you what Jesus said ministry was. When I was hungry, did you feed me? When I was thirsty, did you give me something to drink? When I was in jail or rehab, did you visit me? And then 
we also need a sense of destiny of our assurance. Look at verse 43. I'm done. I'm done. The first four words, he trusted in God. Is that assurance or what? Here he is hanging on the cross. Here he is with nails in his hands. Here he is with rivets in his feet. Here he is with a dehydrated throat. And yet the only thing they can say about Jesus is he trusted in God. Well, let me leave you because that's a marvelous testimony of assurance when you get ready to leave this world. That somebody can say in your dying hour that he or she trusted in God. When I leave this world, I may not have many degrees on the wall. Y'all may not say he did excellent declarations. Y'all may not ever say he was a great preacher. Y'all, 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 y'all might even say he, 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 he was a scoundrel one time or another in his life. Y'all might say, uh, I may not have many folk call my name. I may not have a long obituary, obituary column. I, I may not have many folk come to my funeral, but when I leave this world, I may not have much money in the bank, but one thing I want somebody to remember is that he had assurance, and I want somebody to remember that Lavelle Jones trusted in God. I want somebody to stand and say he had assurance, and he held on to his faith. I fought a good fight. And I finish my course. May God bless you. May God keep you as our prayers. Is there anyone that didn't get a chance to say good morning? Now's your time. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Great declaration. This is Monica. Oh, bless you, Monica. Who else was that? This is Rochelle. Good morning, Pastor Lavelle. And you are on for today. Put me in, coach. <laughs> you know what? You stay out my personal business. Uh, we'll talk later, sir. <laughs> oh, I just forgot. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Did I do all right, though? Did I? Did I make up? You, you did, did amazing, right? and you are totally oh, forgiven. And thank you for being oh. ready. You better Good thank. You better thank. You better thank Dee Dee for calling me. <laughs> Good morning. This is Juanita. Yes, you were definitely on fire this morning. Um, I guess I can be a toenail or whatever. I'm I'm in there though. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Anyone else? Praise God. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Christina. Great Good. declaration. Hey, Christina. That's my member right there, all the way in the ATL. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, 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 I'm going to come off the bench. I don't want to be a toenail this morning. I feel like being a leg or something. That's my sister. That's my heart, y'all. I love that Dee Dee Marie Felder. I, I don't have a middle name, player. <laughs> Mama just, wouldn't give me gave, one. <laughs> I, I, just, I just gave it to you, Marie. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. Uh, anyone else? Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning. It's Jubilant Juliet, and that was awesome uh, decoration. That's my Juju. That's my Juju. Hey, Juju. What's up? What's up, everybody? Anyone else? Good morning. Right. Okay. 
Good morning, Sister Lisa. Hey, good morning. Good morning to everyone. Great decoration. Thank you. Praise God for you. All right. Good morning, Pastor LaValle. This is Miss B. Hey, All right. Good morning. All right. Were there any aha moments in the declaration this morning? I'm sorry, y'all. I wasn't prepared, but I I um I did what I could. Good morning, Pastor Lavelle. This is Sister Melinda, and happy Sabbath um, to Claire Fifty family. Um, this morning, um, I truly heard God speak to me and tell me that assurance is mine on today. Hallelujah. He's awesome. Um, God. I made it down to Seattle yesterday. I'm here this morning, and I'm getting prepared this morning to go to a resurrection service with my pastor, um, Queen Joy um, Promise. And um, the aha moment that spoke um, genuinely to my heart was when you spoke on how um, God is elevating me in just a short period of time from my backsliding position and the reason um being i was born on the east coast my dad was in the military and um um, we never was taught what the bible was about i just used to look at this colorful book on the table and wonder why he looked at so bad and the chaos that i had to go through as a child in in the home on the weekends but the aha moment in my confusion, because watching the kids on the East Coast praise the Lord, shouting and screaming, and I would ask my mother, what are they doing, Mom? But God showed me as a child in that church that I was going to be, I was with my sisters and brothers, all five of us, but I felt far away. I always felt far away, but it just, God shows me why my sisters and brothers don't like me, and I question that, and I say, God, they didn't like you. In the moment that you said about church folks is what kept me in a backslidden position because I used to say, why should I come here? Because I feel like I'm in the world because of church hurt. Church hurt, things I didn't understand, and how I try to thrive to get closer to God, and then a dart stone at me and things are just happening because when I started, the Holy Spirit started having me go through those things that I didn't understand when he would, you know, come upon me and, and I'm laid out on the floor and I don't understand. I'm like, God, but it would feel so good. The peace that I have when I'm in the Lord and the unpeaceful um, pain and hurt that I get when I step out. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> my Amen. granddaughter turned 17. She turned 17. And I'm just blessed because last night just watching a few of my friends dream. I just was like, God, you know, that is not of you. It just needs. Hallelujah. Good morning, good morning, yeah, hallelujah, Anna, Anna, hallelujah, Anna. Melinda, Melinda, Sister Melinda, good morning, sis, we got you, morning, you know, this is what we own, on declare victory, we lift you, we're lifting you up, we're praying for you, yes, Pastor Lavelle you. is sharing his declaration, and we hear you, we we know you're here for resurrection with your pastor this morning, 
So put your yeah. phone on mute for a little bit and just listen to the call and maybe something that he's going to share will 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 pierce your heart this morning because I hear that you're heavy, Everything but we want to lift you up, okay? Everything he said has pierced my heart and my okay. mind. Okay. I'm just ready to say the Lord. Okay. So I just want you to just listen to Pastor Lavelle on this morning. Some something that he say may just add more to your healing because we're all in this process together, sis. So we don't Amen. want you to cry this morning. We want you to rejoice because he got up on a third day. He got up. He's not dead. He's not dead. Okay. We want. We want to remember. We want to celebrate today. Yes, we're celebrating today. The wounds and all of that. Jesus wore all that on the cross. So we declare victory this morning. We're not weeping on here. That's not what we do. We declare victory because everybody on this call has gone through something. So that's what we are. We are victors, and we declare victory. We will rejoice with you, but we cannot continue to give the devil what he wants. And that's for us to to stay in hurt, to stay weeping. And, And no, 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 no. We are victors. So we praise our way through. We worship our way through. That's what we're here. And I can't stay on this call and let you do that because we Amen. are victors. And we got to lift our brothers and sisters up. That's why Come people on, can't Jesus. stay in depression. You have I, to I stay. That's why we're here. And that's Jesus. why you tap back you. in. But Pastor Lavelle, he's not, we're not going to, we can't just let you do that. Sis. We want you to rejoice because God gave I'm you another day at this thing called life. Hallelujah. Yesterday is over. We got to learn to leave our wounds where they are so we can heal for real and not just talk the talk. We got to really Amen. walk this thing out for real because there's people watching us. Amen. Through all the pain, through all the hurt. Yeah. We've all been through. Like I shared last night, and I'm not, Pastor mm-hmm. LaBelle, please forgive me. I'm try, not trying to take over. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. I can remember what I felt mm-hmm. when my baby died. I shared it last mm-hmm. night. And if you're not careful, words will hurt you. Things that people have said, you will hold on to that trauma. There's triggers. But you got to mm-hmm. fight. you got to want to get better. You don't want to yeah. stay. It's like every day that you wake up and you open your eyes, God gives you a gift. Why would you want to stay in that place of depression? Whether you pray, whether you speak in tongues, all of that don't matter if you're not allowing him to really heal you. But you can show up at every church thing. And I'm not just talking. I'm talking to everybody. There's people that's just doing church stuff. But really mm-hmm. let him in to heal those places yeah. where you need to be healed at. Yeah. That's all I got. I'm going back on mute, bruh. All right. Praise God. All right. Anyone Good else? Morning. Anyone Good morning. Else? Good morning. Good morning. This is Sister Stephanie. I just want to say in the beginning, what was the beginning of your declaration, you said that they, when they put Jesus Christ on the cross, it said he healed others. I mean, he saved others. Let him save himself. So they gave him that assurance. They gave him that that affirmation that he saved others. And if he saved others, I know, I don't know about you, but I know he's saving me. And um, um, it says, um, whether you, the, 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 the eye cannot exist without the hand, and the hand has no strength without the arm. I don't care what position you fall in in the body. We are all integral members of each other. We are all in God's army. We are all here to fight the good fight. It don't matter. We're not judging each other. We're not looking at each other in competition because the Lord came to save us all. We are all part of this integral universe that we he sent us here so that we can all go to the church house, go to these prayer lines, get studied up, get educated, read our Bibles, get versed up, 
go out and inform and educate others that we serve a living Savior, that we serve a risen Savior. Amen. And while we on the phone, let us be Amen. empowered and empower others to come and join us in the good fight. Amen. 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 Now, please understand that when he saved others, what they were trying to do was insult him. And because they said if he had power to save others, he could even save himself. But sometimes your worst insult can be somebody else's best compliment. And that's what I was saying. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, and uh, no, and that's that's all I'm saying. Um and and we need to be careful when we say things and and we don't know the true meaning of what we're saying. All right. So that's very, very important as believers. Sometimes we don't need to say nothing. I think we talked about that last night uh, on Friday Night Live. Sometimes we don't need to say nothing. Um, in respect to what uh, what's happening, what what people are going through, and things like that. So very very important. All right. Anyone else? Anyone else? Any other aha moments? Anybody else? Well, I, this is Sister Lisa, and I'm just thanking God this morning um, for His goodness. Um, yes, that I have joy this morning by just being on this line these last two days. I was in a place where I was getting depressed, but now I got joy this morning. You guys are lifting me up and encouraging me. And I know I just joined this line just two days. And last night, I missed the, um, the fire, what you call High fire. Friday um, night live. Friday night live. But I was just thanking God that I'm in the place where I'm at now. And now, like I told you the other day that I was having uh, years clean and do it all again. I'm standing, and if I can't do nothing else, but just the trust in Him is where I say I trust Him, and then I give Him stuff and I take it back. And so I need to say and be assurances, like you said, of who I am in Christ, even though I'm a new beginner, a new Christ, but I'm still saved and that he could do all things. I could do all things through Jesus Christ. And so with my reading the Bible, I have a little dyslexia. So I I read and uh, I had where someone was saying everybody else in the class, I'm not going to say no names, but in the class that, okay, everybody got through the lesson. But for me, I have to read it over and over just one page so it can bring to my understanding because I just don't want to read his word and I don't know how to apply it to my life, you know. So well, don't you? Well, don't you? Don't you feel bad about that because because I have to read over and over. Sometimes I have to read a scripture over and over myself to do the same thing. So don't ever feel bad about that, okay? But I mean, all of wanna, us. Yeah, but when you're in a class and everybody, it seems like that they know more. I understand that everybody is in their own place when God is doing something in life as far as reading. When you're a newcomer, a person when you're when you're not, you, well, what about you, Lisa? Uh, what you gonna do next week? And that was kind, of, I kind of let it hurt me. It hurt to, to hear that from a Christian when I'm trying to learn. But I lift myself up, as I'm saying, I'm going to keep reading it because I'm behind and you're ahead. I'm not going, and I, I, I was going to get off the phone, but I said, don't do it. Keep pressing. And I just spoke up for myself because I'm not the one to speak up much for myself. But in Christ, I'm learning how to speak and be assured in who I am. 
in Christ. So Amen. I'm rejoicing. Amen. I say, and I'm going to keep reading. I said, I'm going to keep reading. And then to our church, yes. So I'm thankful. Thank you Amen. for listening. The decoration was wonderful. And you guys are messing me up. And I'm glad that Stephanie uh, gave me the number. Thank you. Amen. Praise God. And that's what uh, Sister Didi said. We ought to be rejoicing, especially if no other weekend, we ought to be rejoicing. It ought to be this weekend. Uh, uh, yesterday was Good Friday, tomorrow's Resurrection Sunday. But watch this, y'all. If you think about it, uh, at, at least on Friday, we had Jesus half a day. But remember, Saturday, he was dead all day. But, but even though he was dead all day on Saturday, remember, Sunday is coming. And that's, that's the sum total of our, of, of, of our Christian experience because, because uh, uh, we're, uh, Christianity is, is the only, is the only uh, 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 religion that can point to an empty tomb uh, on Sunday morning. So we ought to be rejoicing for that. Amen. Tomorrow's the sum total of our Christian experience. All right? Mm-hmm. All right. Good morning, okay. Pastor Lavelle. Uh, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Pastor Lavelle, this is uh, Geraldine, and I just wanted to uh, I, let you know. I knew who it was. You came, right on, you came right on. You did that. You hit it. But the uh, real verse that really stuck out to me was, he trusts in God. And that is what we have to do as believers. We must trust in God, not what people think, not what people say. It is all about our trust. This is an individual walk. And I thank you for this man who was on the cross, the son of God. He still trusted in his daddy. And so I'm yeah, so grateful. Yes, what, ahead, what, a befitting, what a befitting topic, assurance, huh? Yes. Oh, my God. This is going to be a phenomenal month for us, and I believe that um, each person uh, in its uh, respectable place and time, I believe that uh, the words that we get, those one word, those just that one word is enough. It will take you deeper into debt of studying. So thank you so much. I always enjoy your word. I never very seldom comment uh, when you're speaking because I am left with so many things. I just remember a message back 15 years ago that you spoke, and you were saying how when you first got married, uh, your wife was a, a, a Coca-Cola bottle, and uh, they turned some. You didn't say your wife, but you said a wife. Sometimes they're a Coca-Cola bottle, and they turn into a mayonnaise jar. So I just want to let you know on today. Thank you so much. That was your words, brother. You were off the chain, So I think you're a phenomenal creature. Phenomenal. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, Lord. Yes. Did yes. I say that? That was right. Yeah, yes, you, you did. did. Oh, yeah, you, you did. did. You did. Jesus. That's why I tell you always saying stuff. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Sister Jerry, I love you. Pastor Lavelle. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. When I was married, I would not have said that about my wife. Okay. No, no, no. You know, no, okay, I said right, no. Okay. You notice I, look, you notice I corrected it and said, Okay, you didn't right, say okay. your wife, but you know, it, it it was just the fact is that you, in your teaching, I love you that you can be uh, comical, not only comical, but you're very knowledgeable. And just as Didi had, you know, to get you up this morning, 
I mean, you just came right on in and just put it right in there. And congratulations on your um, big step that you've taken uh, to get, you know, step into another position. I realize you had told us one back a few weeks ago that you were uh, stepping into a new call, into a new ministry. God bless you and keep moving. Yeah. <laughs> Didi, Didi is a thorn in my side, but but we praying, we praying. But that's my heart. That is my heart. I can say that because that's my heart. She knows she's my heart. Yeah, but you need to learn to set your timer and your alarm clock because I'm not going to be reminding you that you have to bring the word. Amen. I wanted to just um, share with the sister, was it Lisa, Alicia, before Sister Jerry, that said. um, Alicia. Yeah, when she was taking classes and how she felt, you know, it's not when Sister Jerry spoke of it's it's our walks are so um, personal. Don't let that throw you off because the enemy wants you to get distracted and Stop. No, no, no. You take your time so that you know that you know that you know, no matter how many times you have to read the word or understand it. And that's why I declare victories here. There's so many teachers on the line that can help you. So you're not alone. You're not. We all are learning as we go. But as a child, because I grew up in a CME church, hallelujah. And so Blessed Assurance still is one of my favorite hymnals. I kind of sing that anyway, and it just tells you, just reminds you that that it says, Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a fortress of glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchase of God, born of his spirit, washing his blood. Perfect submission, all is at rest. I am my Savior, am happy and blessed, watching and waiting, looking above, filled with his goodness, lost in his love. This is my story. See, that part, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. That song, even like when I'm going through things at 53, I, I'm blessed. This reminds me that because it's my story. It's my song. It's not Lavelle's. It's, not, it's just mine. So don't let nobody tear you down or get you off because it's your walk, sis. So just walk it, That's no matter fine. how long it takes you. People can say, I read the whole, the whole Bible three or four times. So? Don't don't yeah. let that throw you, because that's another attack of the enemy. And just keep going. You you win if you don't quit. That's it. Thank thank you. And sir. listen, thank and 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 not you. only that. Watch this. Watch this. Look at the scripture. When Jesus was hanging there, Jesus was there for that primary purpose to die, right? And look at everybody trying to distract him, keep him distracted. But guess what? His focus. And 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 the reason we have salvation today because he was focused. He didn't lose focus on the task. Thank you, Thank you Lord. He, he, he got, he, even though, watch this, even Jesus got discouraged because God turned his back on him. And the reason God turned his back on him because God can have nothing to do with sin when Jesus became sin. Amen. All right. Thank you, Lord. All Thank right. you. Thank you. All right. Anyone else this morning? Hey, Pastor LaVille, it's Rashad. I just want to... Um, being, I'm so encouraged just because of the cross, because of Calvary, because of Jesus, his His birth, his life, that he came and walked and showed us that we can do it, that we can be conquerors, that there is nothing that we can uh, experience or encounter that we couldn't get through. He walked us through it all the way to the cross. So um, I just, I totally appreciate all that you said this morning. I'm um, praying for the sisters for all their healing. And um, I just turned back to the cross. No greater love. No greater love. I looked around yesterday.
day and it was just so much going on, so many car accidents and whatnot. And everybody like, good Friday, good Friday. I'm like, okay, Jesus was like, what's so good about it? I, I, he hung on the cross today. So it was just so much going on. I said, but guess what? There's Sunday. There's Sunday. He's going to rise again. So just looking from Sunday to sit down on Saturday and wait for the good day on Sunday. Um, just God bless you. I was just listening and just so much that we need to point our attention to the cross and know that he's no respecter or person. If he did it for someone else, he'll definitely do it for us. Amen. Praise God. All right. Anyone else? Amen, 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 amen. I thank God uh, for all of you today. And, Geraldine, you're right. Uh, uh, let me tell you all something. You you have to be careful what you ask God for because I am literally facing three churches now, three churches and a full-time job. Uh, I have Greater, Greater Harvest North, Greater Harvest South, and um, and Mount Zion. Uh, and Mount Zion and Greater Harvest South is kind of merging together. So I'm in I'm in Sacramento at 9 a.m. and Stockton at 11 a.m. So uh, God is really elevating and God is doing some miraculous things in my life and my ministry. I got some other things that are coming up that I'm going to announce real soon. And um, um, I'm just I'm just excited for what God is doing. Uh, and I have assurance. I'm, I'm assured and I have assurance. And um, I thank everybody for tolerating me today and and being, uh, I, just, I don't know declarations, I just know scripture. And because God has gifted me with scripture, um, uh, I, can, I can talk scripture. So if you're in Sacramento or you got family in Sacramento, uh, send them by the Greater Harvest Church uh, at 9 a.m. We are social distancing. Uh, mostly everybody there has already got their shots, um, and and they're still wearing masks. And then uh, in Stockton, you got family in Stockton. Send them by the Mount Zion Church um, um, at 11 o'clock. Um, mostly everybody there has their shots too, and we are social distancing. Or you can watch us Facebook Live or right here on this line conference call on this line right here. Uh, at 9 and 11 a.m. So um, uh, I look forward to um, the rest of this month. Um, let's celebrate Resurrection Sunday on tomorrow. Let's celebrate Resurrection Sunday because he is not dead. As my sister Dee Dee said, he is alive and well. Amen. And we can, we can, we can, we can celebrate that fact um, that we have a buried and risen Savior, all right? So y'all do me a favor. Let's continue to pray for each other. Uh, I didn't hear my sister Bubbly today. I usually hear her, but so let's keep Bubbly in prayer. I heard her last night, but I didn't hear her today. Um, and then do me a favor. You would do good to support all the calls during the course of the week. Every, every time there's a call during the day, in the evening, uh, please support what others have going on, all right? Um, if you're not going to church tomorrow, uh, at least watch it or listen to it, wherever you are, and make sure you go to church. And when you get to church, make sure you worship. And Isaiah says in Isaiah chapter six, make sure you see Jesus in the worship. 
Because if you go to worship and you don't see Jesus, you have not worshiped. All right? All right. Y'all have a wonderful day. I love every last one of you. And uh, we're going to conclude the call. If there was nobody else, nobody else wants to say anything, right? Val, can I just play a song? As whoever wants to stay on can um, can just let it bless. Because sometimes the worship music is uh, is healing. If that's okay, is that okay? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then let me. I was gonna sing for the people, but I'm gonna put the song on because y'all don't understand my worship. So let me put one on that spoke to me, Sister Jerry. Um, you still there, Sister Jerry? She probably hung up. Yes, ma'am. No, and I'm can still you here. Bless, can you bless? I just needed to, I talked about you yesterday. I, I, I needed to hear you yeah, on I this I know here. something about God's grace. Th- thank you. Hallelujah. Go, go ahead, sister. <laughs> That's what I said. I was okay. going to put my song on. So if y'all want to oh, stay on and get blessed. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yes. Anime, sing the song the way I tell you to sing. I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's, it's spiritual. I'm sorry. It's spiritual. Go ahead. Go ahead, sister. Go ahead. Go ahead. And see, I'm not a singer, so I'm like Dee Dee now. I, I just, go ahead. I'm just doing this for her. I know something about God's grace. Yes, I do. And I know something about God's grace. It could have been me with no shoes on my feet. It could have been me with no place to sleep. But by the grace, and mercy, I know, I know something about God's grace. Amazing grace. How how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. was blind, but now I see, and I know something about God's grace. I know something about God's grace. Thank you all. Thank you. I I pray that was okay.
Hallelujah. Thank you so much. I needed that.
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking in 
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking 
walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking in 
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared victory.